people of God, you are all welcome. God bless you. Just want to enjoy the atmosphere, worship, and flow along, even as we prepare our hearts for today's encounter.
how awesome he's been, how faithful he's been. You want to thank him for the many deliverances. Deliverances, deliverances. He's commanded many deliverances for us. He's commanded peace for us. He's commanded safety in our dwellings. You want to bless him, prosperity within our palaces. This God, this God, this God. This friend, Father, we worship. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus, tonight, Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you for commanding deliverances for us. Huh? Your peace within our walls. Huh? Your prosperity within our palaces. Huh? Oh God, tonight, huh? even as we begin this fellowship with you. Huh? Lord, oh God, we bless you. We bless you. Huh? We cannot thank you enough. Huh? Lord, we cannot thank you enough. Huh? We cannot thank you enough. Huh? We acknowledge your goodness, your faithfulness. Huh? Tonight, we acknowledge your faithfulness. Huh? You alone are God. You are good. Huh? There is none like you. Huh? Blessed be your name. Huh? Now and forever, our Prince of Peace, oh Jehovah God, our defense, our strong tower, hey Lord, we bless you, we bless you. Your name indeed has been our strong tower. We ran into it and we found refuge. We ran into it and we found safety. Your name, oh God, is to be praised above all other names among the gods who is like you, among the sons of men who can be likened unto you. Oh God, you are worthy, you are worthy of all praise. All glory, all honor, hearts. There is none, there is none, hearts. There is none, there is none, hearts. Me como mo shadadia tie, hearts. Me como brandi matai, a lecomanamata lecopa, hearts. E como lobroho vanimia tie, the gandimini capalia to. Me go shete kemene comala damianto. Me grote zuni mi hapan. E loca pate. Me como fala di haseto. Father, we ask for cleansing, cleansing by the blood of Jesus. Make us all purify our spirit, soul, and body in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, cleanse us, cleanse us, purify us uh, through and through. Make us whole, spirit, soul, and body. In the name of Jesus, 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 Lord, cleanse us from all uncleanness, every defilement, every stain. Uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hey, to enjoy fellowship uh, with you, to join ourselves with you in the oneness of fellowship, uh, to behold your beauty, your grace, your glory, uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, Lord, we pray, cleanse us with the blood of Jesus uh, from all unrighteousness, every unclean thing, uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. We renounce uh, all the hidden works uh, and unfruitful works of darkness, O oh God, uh, in the name of Jesus, unholy covenant and contract we've entered in. Uh, we renounce in the name of the Lord Jesus. Jesus Christ, uh, oh God, oh God, uh, we ask that you take control, cleanse me, oh God, uh, receive uh, every tie uh, that does not, uh, does not fulfill your perfect will in our lives, uh, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, uh, and Lord, we declare uh, that Lord, any form, uh, any form of unholy uh, connections be cut off right now in the name of Jesus, uh, and we join ourselves to you uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus, uh, for you are God, uh, we are one spirit with you, uh, we bless you in the name of Jesus.
Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. 
in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we Light, 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 grace, 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 power, power, Lord, 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 strength, 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 comfort, 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 peace, 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 Lord, peace, 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 prosperity, 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 in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, clarity, 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 in the name of Jesus, encounters, 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 in the name of Jesus, 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 Father, we bless you, we give you glory, we bless you, we give you glory, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. God bless you for staying. And God bless all of us for praying. Amen. Amen. Touch How many of us are ready for today's encounter? How many of us are ready? I encourage you to be sensitive. Amen. You don't want to miss a second. You don't want to miss a moment. You don't want to miss a second or a moment of today's ministration. So you want to be sensitive. And I, I plead with all of us, I crave your indulgence that you are let me as quickly as possible whenever there is a cut in a sound, a break. Or any hitch. Amen. Uh, many of us are connected, but I realize I've realized for many meetings that a lot are connected, but many are not really attentive or active participants or um, sensitive, as sensitive as they're supposed to be. But these are meetings, they are cyber meetings, all right. But there are meetings that require the same level of sensitivity, the same level of tuning into the frequency, the same level of participation as we will in an in-person gathering, amen, or an in-person fellowship. So you want to um, give your best, amen. Take over 
want to thank Lord. You want to thank the good Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Please, you are all welcome, every one of us. You are welcome once again. Our visible partakers and invisible partakers. God bless each and every one of us. God bless those of us who are sharing the live show. It's always a blessing. It's always a blessing. It's always a blessing. May God, even as you are trying to connect people to this altar of blessing, may God also speedily connect you to every opportunity, every open door, every gate that's supposed to usher you into your next season, next phase in life. Every divine connection or person, helper, destiny helper that is supposed to carry you on to the next phase. May God also speedily connect you to them and connect them to you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. Cassandra, welcome. Minister Aben, Minister Ella, he just joined us. Minister Winning, Minister Redeemed, um, Minister Emmanuel, Global Icon, Faithful, um, Nana, Nana Joa, and every one of us. Those I can see, those I cannot see. It's a pleasure. It's an honor and my humbling honor. Amen. Good to have each and every one of us in fellowship. So I want to encourage you. Follow us if you haven't followed us. <laughs> and interestingly, I've noticed a trend. Some people follow and they will follow the podcast um, for personal sentiments and for some other reasons. But you see, Bible says we should guard our hearts, okay, guard your heart with all diligence, guard your heart, if we have to struggle with pertinent issues and basic instructions from the Lord, especially from the leadership or a shepherd that God has given us, the shepherd who leads us to green pastures, the shepherd who tenders the flock, who a shepherd who corrects a shepherd um, that is there to always ensure that we are safe and yet we like the blessing um, I salute you to God with us you are welcome you are welcome God with us you are welcome Prince Aban you are welcome Ella and everyone of us who just joined us amen Najiman, you are also welcome. The Bible says, guard your heart with all diligence. Is it Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23? Please help us. Najiman, okay, all right, all right, please. Najiman, were you with us this afternoon in the time of worship? Um, were you with us this afternoon in our time of worship? Oh, you were here, okay, okay, okay. All right, here's my number.
Oh, okay, okay, alright, alright. Sorry about that. Yes, Proverbs 4.23 says, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. I have said it countless times that the heart has more than natural functions. The heart of a man is a seat, it's a governmental seat of your life. It is the decision-making organ of your life. So it performs supernatural functions. All right, all right, all right. Sorry, I forgot. So, Bible says we should guard our heart for a reason. Bible says we should guard our hearts for a reason. It says out of faith flows or out of it are the issues of our lives. And I have also taught on this platform before that you see the heart apart from its natural functions just as it performs supernatural functions by being the governmental seat of our hearts making spiritual decisions you see it is out of the heart that we exercise our willpower the heart is also in the realm of the soul hallelujah when we talk of the soul the soul is is um a, a toolbox it is it is a a, um, a, a, com, a composite entity composite in that it comprises of many compartments or many indices it has many components to it when you talk of the soul of a man or your own soul as you are listening to me right now you are talking about your willpower we are talking about your intellect we are talking about your emotions we are talking about your mind your memory hallelujah your will your intellect your will or your willpower your intellect your emotions and then your heart hallelujah and if you take the realm of the mind for instance which is a component of the soul that can sub be subdivided into three the mind has three has the power first of all to go into the past that is the memory so the mind has a function of being able to engage or interact with our memories it also has a power or the ability to enable us think upon that is contemplation the power of the mind the exercise of the mind in the now contem contemplation so memory contemplation and then foresight hallelujah memory contemplation and then foresight or imagination these are the three dimensions of the mind so you realize that the soul performs a very crucial and essential role in our lives as christians the soul is very important even in our christian experience so when bible says that guard your heart guard your heart with all diligence guard your heart with all diligence it is god instructing you that i have given you the right i have given you the power to be able to guard your heart your thoughts guard your willpower guard your mind the things you allow to get into your mind the thoughts you allow to control you because the anything that's able to take a hold of your heart or your soul can control your life hallelujah that which is able to take control of your heart 
that which is able to take control of your soul has the ability to control your life determine the direction of your life that is God speaking Proverbs 4 verse 23 guard your heart with all diligence so that is why you must not allow personal sentiments many are times when corrections and reproofs come they come to help us hallelujah Bible says he who loves instruction loves knowledge if you love instruction you love knowledge because many times God's blessings to the believer are tied to instructions do you not know have you not heard have you not read in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 it says this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth but you you, you shall read you shall you shall memorize you shall read and meditate upon it day and night then he says that and observe to do all that is written therein for by so doing you make your way prosperous and you have good success this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth but thou shalt meditate therein day and night and thou mayest observe to do all that to do according to all that is written therein for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success John 15 it says I have not chosen you you have not chosen me sorry you have not chosen me but I have chosen you and ordained you that you go and bear fruit that your fruit should remain so that whatsoever you ask the father in my name that is an instruction hallelujah that's an instruction so anytime instructions come corrections or reproof come is it first timothy 3 16 he says even the word of god one one aspect one function of the word of god is to reprove not only to reprove but also to instruct the workman of god in all matters of righteousness either first timothy 3 16 or second timothy 3 16 says that the word of god all scripture is inspired by god and is profitable unto doctrine i, I wish someone could help us with that scripture hallelujah I just want to put this across even as we get into today's all scripture yes first second Timothy 3 16 all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine God bless you minister will redeem and minister winning all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction and in righteousness thank you Lord that the man of God that the minister of God that the woman of God may be perfect thoroughly furnished unto all good works hallelujah instruction in righteousness for correction so the word of God also corrects anybody who is offended by the word of God cannot walk with God because Bible says can two walk except they be agreed can two walk together except they be agreed is it Malachi 3 and verse 3 hallelujah and to agree with God many many times we have to be willing to take spiritual instructions from God to be able to work with God we need to master the art of obedience because obedience is the highest call of the believer obedience is the highest calling of the believer above every other thing above the giving above the fasting above the worship obedience is the highest call of every believer Amos 3 3. Yes, Amos 3 3. Thank you. Can two work together except they be agreed? So, people of God, thank you for bearing with me. God bless you. It's time to 
get into today's word. This is our last series on the Lord's table or the Eucharist or the Last Supper or the table of the Lord or the cup of blessing or the communion of the saints. We looked at this, we said that these are all names that are being used to describe, that are used to describe this one sacrament. It is also the breaking of bread, hallelujah, the Lord's Supper, the breaking of bread, the body and the blood of Christ, hallelujah. So today we are back again to the joint sharing and the joint participation and the fellowship or koinonia of the Lord's table, hallelujah. God bless you for making it today. I want you to tell yourself that today, as I've, I've shown up, I've, as I've come here, as I've joined together in fellowship, you want to tell yourself, I am becoming bigger. I will be bigger, I will be better, I will be stronger, I will be mightier. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You want to follow us if you haven't, if, if, if you haven't followed us. You just want to follow us if you haven't followed us. By clicking the cross or the plus button that is that is right beside the name burning ones so that anytime we come on live you can get a notification and then um, minister winning and um, minister even you can make your contact available for those who want to get in touch with us or with me so that when they get in touch with you they can reach me as well amen all right all right so like i said i want you to tell yourself after tonight's meeting, I will never be the same. Amen. Tell yourself that tonight you are climbing higher into the hill of the Lord, onto the mountain of divine experience. Divine experience. Divine experience. That as you climb up this mountain, you are going to see better. Tell yourself, I will see better in the name of Jesus. You want to tell yourself you are going to be bigger. You are going to be stronger. You are going to be weightier. Hallelujah. You're going to be weightier. You're going to be wiser. You're going to be brighter. You're going to be powerful. After this meeting, you want to say to yourself that your life will never be the same in the name of Jesus. Say, your, say to yourself, your life will never be the same. I tell myself, I, Samuel, my life will never ever be the same because I can never count, encounter God or enjoy in fellowship and encounter his presence like this and live the same in the name of Jesus. I am set for an encounter. I am set for an, a transformation. I am set for a change of story in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I need your ears as usual. God needs your heart. Amen. I need your ears. Daddy God needs your heart. Amen. So the last meeting, I want to do a quick recap. Today we don't have much to share, but I'll do a quick recap. And then after that we get into today's teaching. And then we shall be lifting a prayer. We shall be making a prayer for one of our sisters. Amen. Yeah, for those of us who weren't with us, who, those who joining us for the first time, please, we've been having, we've been, we've been um, dealing with a series on communion. This year, the Lord has helped us greatly. Um, with a lot of teachings um, that have blessed us. We started with um, waiting on the Lord in prayer. Then we looked at the power or the purpose and power of vision and planning. All these teachings I'm talking about are available. They've been published 
and then they are available on the dashboard of this podcast so after this meeting you can click on the podcast name and then go beyond beneath the dashboard and you see all of them many of them many teachings on fasting and prayers and all what have you restoration and abundance breaking yokes of delay and uh, so many many teachings and prayer sessions they will bless you they will revive you they will quicken you they will put you on the right track they will align you spiritually and they will bring your focus back to true christianity hallelujah hallelujah so we started that um, we started with waiting on the lord in prayer we looked at the purpose and power of vision and planning then we came to our series on fasting fasting the basics fasting the principles fasting the process fasting divine patterns or biblical patterns and when we looked at fasting superior spiritual benefits or the superior supernatural advantage and then we came to what was our next series the gift of tongues. Can someone please help me? After fasting. Lent. We looked at Lent. Yes, we looked at Lent. I think we looked at other things before Lent. Yes. But these are some of our teachings. And then we are now on communion because we are in a season of preparation for Easter. We've been led by the Spirit of God to tackle this thing. Because it's one of those topics or those liturgies that are not properly expounded they are not deeply expounded in the body of christ as to what it is about sacramentally theologically its relevance and then how to administer the benefits or the significance of this sacrament or this ordinance in the life of the believer people have asked questions such as can i take communion on my own yes it's possible for christians who are in war-torn zones and very highly persecuted countries who may at certain times or certain points in times in their lives have to worship alone in their closet even though it is a joining together in a participation and should be taken together with the brethren in faith sometimes situations will necessitate that you learn how to be a priest who will not only administer this ordinance to yourself who administer this ordinance by yourself but also receive from yourself hallelujah hallelujah we looked at what it means to examine yourself how it means to proclaim the lord's death till he comes we've also looked at the benefits sorry the symbolisms of the emblems and in fact we, we, we've gone so far but we can't touch on all of that i want to do a quick recap and then we'll get into this word we said that we, we must not take the communion as a ritual or a religious tradition hallelujah we realized from our previous meeting that the cross is the power of god according to first corinthians chapter 2 and that by communion we are plugging into that power hallelujah we said that when god gave us a son he gave us all things that pertain unto life and godliness and from leviticus 17 the verses 10 all the way through 14 we realize that actually blood is symbolic of life and then the life of every every flesh is in the blood and therefore the life of god or the life of jesus christ was in his blood and by by taking his blood we're actually plugging into that divine life even though we are anointed we have jesus living in us but each time we do that it's a renewal of this covenant it's a renewal of this fellowship hallelujah and we said that blood had to be shed because god's life and his healing and forgiveness and miracle power flows 
into our lives through that blood hallelujah the only way jesus could get god's life into our lives and into this earth is through shedding his blood hallelujah so when jesus's love when jesus's blood was shed god's life was made available to us we do not only receive we do not only receive the, the remission of sins when our sins were washed away by his blood but we receive forgiveness and then the institution of this ordinance during the passover hallelujah so jesus said if you want to be a part of me according to john chapter 6 the verse 53 or so downwards says if you want to be a part of me you should eat of my flesh and drink my blood when he said this <laughs> uh, the pharisees um they, they marveled they said what is this man saying this man actually wants to give us his flesh and his blood uh, they, they, they wanted to interpret it by the romanist doctrine of transubstantiation which you looked at and then uh, the lutheran doctrine of um, consubstantiation but we realized that the true meaning is according to the reformed doctrine that all the emblems are symbolic and not literal the wine we take is symbolic of his blood the bread we break is symbolic of his body the body of the lord jesus christ hallelujah so now as we partake of this meal we are living god's life through us and god we are giving expression to god's divinity in our realm hallelujah so whatever life god's life consists of when we partake in eating the communion our life begin to partake of whatever his life is made of hallelujah and we said that just as a woman with the issue of blood touched Jesus, the hem of jesus's garment and her blood her, the flow of her blood was touched the same way each time we, we we commune with god we we are plugging into that power and that power brings an end to a lot of undesirable problems that we do not want to see continue in our lives hallelujah Please don't forget to keep liking the show. So we said that even though his blood has been made available to us, just like the woman of with the woman with the issue of blood nothing would happen to us just by accident just because we are looking on she had to reach out to touch jesus we have to reach out and then partake join in participate in hallelujah in this communion though every because everything that jesus did for us on the cross was free hallelujah so as we connect everything that was made free for us on the cross whenever we take the communion we are at, we are activating these benefits putting a demand on them and receiving them into our lives hallelujah and 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 it makes our christianity effectual because christianity is not so much about us living for god as much as living from god hallelujah because god lives inside on the inside of us he lives on the inside of us So when we take the communion, no matter what is coming against us, as we proclaim his death, we conquer, we declare victory. Because what God has done for us is far greater than what 
can ever anything that can ever come against us hallelujah we said that jesus took the limit off of how many times or how often we can do this he said as often as you do this do it in remembrance of me so if you want to do it weekly you can you want to do it monthly you can you want to do it every single day you can hallelujah god is not concerned about how often we proclaim his death through the administration of his disordinance as much as he's concerned about us descending the emblems each time we come to the table so for instance if you can descend you can descend the emblem five times a day and come before god five times a day to the table god has no problem but if you you, you know if, even if you, you 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 present yourself before god you present yourself to the table once a month and even in that once a month even though it's, it is not frequent you still fail to be able to discern the the emblems the body of the lord in our first teaching we looked at what it meant to discern the body of the lord then it is still irrelevant even though you are doing it once a month failure to discern the emblems still makes it irrelevant even though you are trying you it may be that you are trying to play it safe to be on the safer side so that you do not eat damnation unto yourself hallelujah so it is not the number of times or frequency that brings destruction upon the soul but failure to descend the body that is what leads to eating damnation unto oneself so when we take the communion we also said that we are not supposed to remember our sins but we are supposed to remember his work his victory his death his resurrection his life hallelujah and the righteousness he has brought us we are not supposed to re remember our pain not our pain but his healing not our past but his faith hallelujah we are to look to the cross hallelujah oh father we thank you Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Esiama, you're welcome. You're welcome. Now, I want to get into this word. Um, please, can someone help us? We want to look at how the early church practiced it. Communion was practiced in the early church after Jesus instituted it on the Passover, on the, the night of Passover. And after the church was born in the acts of the Holy Spirit through the apostles. First Corinthians chapter 17 verse chapter 11 sorry verses 17 through 
And I think the most important thing to know, two things, is that this scripture was pertaining to the church of Corinth. And then the voice of instruction here was the Holy Spirit through the man, Apostle Paul. Hallelujah. And he said, For there must be also... Oh, sorry. I'm starting from the verse 17. Now, in this that I declare unto you, I praise you not, that ye come together not for the better, but for the worse. For first of all, when ye come together in the church, I hear that there be divisions among you, and I partly believe it. Please take note of this problem, because we shall be looking at this, the miracles of taking communion. One of the miracles is wholeness. Wholeness. Earlier we looked at how that actually remembering, taking it in remembrance of him, talks about bringing or remembering the dismembered members of the body of Christ. Remembering, the remembering of him talks about the, the coming together, the bringing back together of the dismembered members of his body. So it, Apostle Paul was saying here that I have realized that there are divisions. There, I hear, I hear that there are divisions among you and I partly believe it. And then I want to, I want to bring you to a certain consciousness. I want to deliver unto you a certain ordinance which I also received. That is supposed to not only connect you to your source, but also connect you among yourselves. To bring you together so that you become united and whole. So it says, For there must be also heresies among you, that they which are approved may be made manifest among you. When you come together therefore into one place, this is not to eat the Lord's Supper. For in eating everyone taketh before other his own supper, and one is hungry, and another is drunk, drunken. What? Have ye not houses to eat and to drink in? Or despise ye the church of God, and shame them that have not? What shall I say unto you? Shall I praise you in this? I praise you not, for I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. Hallelujah. That the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, take, eat. This is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. My body which is broken. So as his body was broken, so that we will experience wholeness. Hallelujah. He was tormented for our peace, so that we will experience peace. He took pain, so we will have comfort. Hallelujah. Says after the same manner, also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the new testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do shew the Lord's death, ye do proclaim the Lord's death till he come. So it is a looking backward. That is the memorial aspect of it, and looking inward, the, the examination of self, of it, and then and looking forward to, and looking forward to, of the great, the, the day of the great feast of the Lord, hallelujah, till he come. He says, wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread, 
and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be un, shall not shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. Anybody who partakes unworthily, Bible says, shall be guilty of profaning, of treating the body and the blood of the Lord with contempt, of not honoring the body and the blood of the Lord, and not just that, but the sacrifice that made this available to us. It says, but let every man examine himself, looking inward, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup, for he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. So when you eat worthily, what it means is that you have discerned, you've come, you, you have actually been able to look inwardly, first of all, and examine yourself, renounced certain sins, especially what Bible describes as um, intentional, deliberate. Or conscious sins hallelujah that is the first aspect and then the second aspect is you've been able to discern the emblems or the tokens as the blood and the body of the Lord Jesus Christ and Bible says that by discerning you escape damnation but refusal to discern refusal to examine oneself causes damnation and for this cause, many become weak and sickly, even to the point of death. Hallelujah. Examining yourself also means judging yourself. It means looking within, looking inward, and telling, my, telling my, yourself or me telling myself that this thing which I did, I'm no longer going to do because it does not glorify Christ. That which I intentionally did, or intentionally want to do which does not glorify Christ I repent I renounce I'm not going back to it for if we judge ourselves we should not be judged but when we are judged we are chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned with the world hallelujah wherefore my brethren when you come together to eat tarry one for another and if any man hunger let him eat at home that ye come not together unto the condemnation and the rest will i set in order when i come hallelujah mystic heroes you're welcome god bless you please don't forget to keep liking the show i noticed that for the past two months we have not been liking the show as we used to people who were in the lead are now wallowing in positions that does not look like them and uh, it also means that we are not promoting the platform okay so it was practiced in the early church we've just seen how the church in Corinth practiced it but not only that it was practiced as part of the sunday or the first day meeting the communion was also practiced okay as part of the sunday's meeting you can help someone can help us with acts 20 verses 7 and verses 11 i'm going to i'm not going to read that so that we can finish today's teaching it was also practiced as as as, 
as part of the fellowship of believers acts 242 and um, it was mostly practiced in the homes don't forget that there were small gatherings in those days aside occasional coming together of the people to meet in fellowship mostly they met in their homes so it looked like there even there were some of the churches in apostle paul's days were established in the homes of the believers of the days of those days and they partook in the lord's table hallelujah i want to get quickly into the administration when we talk of the administration of the communion what is actually done what is done oh ella you are still here okay acts 20 verse 7 and 11 and upon the first day of the week when the disciples came together to break bread paul preached to them yes ready to depart on the morning when he therefore come up again he had broken bread and eaten and talked along to the break of this so he departed yes yes so you could see acts 20 11 acts 2 42 and so on and so forth yes it was a common practice a common practice what is done during the administration of the communion first of all there is a coming together coming together that is why some theologians or some men of god especially the conservative christians of today and the puritans for instance they like to add they argue they argue they argue that there should be a gathering of more than one person before there is an administration of the communion but if you go to genesis 14 i think it is genesis 14 then Genesis chapter 14, I think um, the verse 18, when Abraham, after he, had, he was returning from war, met with Melchizedek, who was king of Salem, and the Bible describes him, describes him as a priest of the Most High. When Abraham had met him, Or had met with him we understand that he administered he gave him he offered him bread and wine that is more like a solo service one-on-one -on -one, no other person and as, as symbolic as that is okay let me just get a bit into that since I've already mentioned it so the priest the priest Melchizedek actually represented Jesus hallelujah in Hebrews 8 Bible says that Jesus has become our eternal high priest after the order of Melchizedek hallelujah after the order of Melchizedek so his priesthood has been likened to that of Melchizedek. So Melchizedek represented Jesus, a foreshadow of the priesthood of Jesus, much as Abraham also represented the, the, the church or the believers of today. Don't forget that we are Abraham's seed. Hallelujah. 
so it is not an assumption these parallelisms are scriptural i'm just drawing them from scriptures the other time we looked at the the similitude the connection between the priesthood of jesus christ and then melchizedek bible says in a certain part of the scripture he has dec- he, he, had de- he has declared that thou art a priest forever after the order of melchizedek I, somebody can just look that for us i think the key words you can use to say that is um thou art a priest forever after the order of melchizedek that was in reference to jesus hallelujah and don't forget that melchizedek had no beginning and no end so he had no genealogy he was traceable to no human roots hallelujah hallelujah if you are here i want you to type thank you jesus so there should be a coming together a gathering a gathering that is what many people advocate for but you see there is room grace makes so much room available no room for abuse not room for error but room for freedom and room room that will accommodate situations beyond that which we are capable of so i believe this is my personal opinion that as a believer for instance if you find yourself in a place like um, afghanistan india some of these places where christianity china where people have to hide their faith you are not able to go public with your faith and where oftentimes you may have to worship god alone in your room there is always a likelihood of practicing the communion alone there is always a likelihood of you know having to administer this sacrament to yourself alone and so there is the need the need that you gain the right knowledge acquire adequate knowledge concerning this ordinance hallelujah not only for your family not only because you're a man of god but because you may find yourself you may even travel to a place where there are no believers or you there are believers but you haven't found one yet so in such instances what do you do you have to learn how to administer it how to how to commune with god one-on-one with the lord it doesn't make it sinful no hallelujah the administration there should be the coming together in such instances you don't really have anybody coming together with you it is just a meeting between you and the lord it's just you going before god hallelujah then number two there is a looking backward a memorial hallelujah bible says that do this in memory of me so in administering the communion as you left the emblem bible says you should receive it with thanksgiving receive it with thanksgiving it is called you the eucharist eucharist actually eucharist is the greek for thanksgiving thanksgiving that is why bible says when he had lifted up the cup he gave thanks he gave thanks he gave thanks it is thanksgiving 
it is you saying declaring to god that lord i thank you for your sacrifice on the cross for me without that sacrifice i would have no place in you not even that without that sacrifice on the cross there will be no redemption for me there will be no eternal redemption or salvation for me there will be no restitution of sin for me there will be no restoration of my relationship with you I wouldn't have peace no fellowship therefore Lord I thank you thanksgiving thanksgiving the Bible did not say we should mourn mourn even though it says that as often as we partake in this we should proclaim his death till he comes we proclaim his death till he comes but he does not say we should mourn we the other time we looked at what it means to proclaim his death it's a declaration of victory hallelujah yes god bless you minister redeemed for sharing us sharing with us the notes you are making that is proof of attentiveness and selflessness god bless you so it's a looking backward to the work on the cross the memorial how that he suffered how that he was he, he was bruised the chastisement of our peace was being upon him his death his resurrection how that he conquered death and by conquering death he made life available to us he lifted us up and raised us up together with him so that everything all the elements of death sickness pain anxiety affliction all of these things lose their power over us and looking backward on the walk on the work on the cross looking backward on the work on the cross the work of Jesus on the cross for our lives appreciating looking backward with gratitude with thanksgiving so as you are lifting up the cup breaking the bread your heart your mind your soul is focused on that and you are receiving with thanksgiving you are receiving with joy hallelujah in the administration also there is a looking inward self-examination it is me judging myself it is you judging yourself saying that lord i know i am not worthy and then it is by considering myself unworthy you you make me worthy by considering myself unworthy you qualify me and make me worthy hallelujah it is me renouncing every sin before i partake examining myself or examining ourselves means to look to and to trust jesus alone that his righteousness alone is that which can qualify us to commune with him it is to look within to be sure that we are not living in any conscious and unrepentant sin that we are not willing to give up for the for Jesus' sake.
And like I said, we become worthy by knowing and realizing that we are unworthy by ourselves. Hallelujah. We become worthy by knowing and realizing that we are unworthy by our own selves. It takes his work on the cross to make us worthy. Oh, thank you, Jesus. The administration. It's also a looking forward. Hallelujah. That is expectancy. How many of us are looking forward to the return? Of our Lord, our God, our Savior, our King, and the Shepherd of our souls. He's our soon coming King, hallelujah. He's our soon coming King, hallelujah. Yes. We must look forward to His coming. Can someone help us? With Revelation chapter 19, verses 7 to 9. scripture that's why i didn't mention it the looking inward self-examination we've also looked at that hallelujah they are all in first corinthians 11 it is that is why i skipped those verses we are looking at the looking forward expectancy that is why i'm mentioning revelations revelation chapter 19 verse 7 to 9 amen he says let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory for the marriage of the Lamb has come. This is a prophetic book. John describing what he saw. And his wife has made herself ready. Now, if we want to talk about this, we will have to go back to the parable of the five wives and the five foolish, the five wise and the five foolish virgins. Don't forget they were all virgins. That means they are all or they were all Christians. Hallelujah. But what differentiates between the two groups is wisdom, hallelujah, and oil. Wisdom and oil. So we don't want to go there. It says, and to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright. For the fine linen is the righteous act of the saints. The righteous linen is the righteous acts of the saints 
Then he said to me, Right, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Hallelujah. And he said to me, These are true sayings of God. These are true sayings of God. These are true sayings. I want someone to type. These are true sayings of God. You see, Amma, God bless you. We thank God for making it powerful. God is a reason. But many people often don't like prayers. I don't like teachings. I think some like prayers more. Some like the prophetic more. <laughs> but oftentimes we balance the, everything, all the three together here. But most often the teaching and the prayers. Amen. Because we believe these are the things that ground the believer. They ground us. They edify us. They give the believer weight. Every teaching church is a church where the believers cannot be led astray. It is where believers are full of spiritual weight and stature. They are full of stature. Hallelujah. And they are full of the presence and the power of God because they have eaten the word of God. Accurate word of God. Rightly divided word of God. Hallelujah. So, it's a looking forward in expectation. So anytime we come to break bread, anytime we come to the Lord's table, just aside the participation in the joint participation, the memorial or remembrance, we are actually looking forward to, we are rehearsing in looking forward to this marriage feast or supper of the Lamb, we are rehearsing, it's a rehearsal for that day. We are rehearsing, it is a rehearsal for that day. And Bible says that everybody who eats of the blood and the body, everybody who partakes in this rehearsal has a part, has a part in Christ, has a part in Jesus, and is going to be present, is going to be joined with the Lord on that day of the feast. Hallelujah. So you benefit here on earth things that cannot stand the blood of the Lord Jesus sicknesses anxiety grief pain setbacks bondages in fact everything all the shackles that cannot stand the blood of Jesus even death death mortal death death of the flesh death of the body which cannot stand the blood of the Lord Jesus all of these things fall off on earth while we, we partake of this on earth and as we ascend as we, we are caught up with him and and as we, we we partake of this with him again in heaven we are joined together with him hallelujah we celebrate with him so this is this is this is more than an earthly sacrament It is at an eternal ordinance. We said it is a, a miracle meal and a, a generational meal or ordinance. So Jesus said, as often as you do it, do it in memory of me. He knew he was going to leave the scene. Apostle Paul also said, what I received of the Lord, I also give you. It's a miracle meal. Yes. administration of the communion what other things must be done we ought to discern the elements or the emblems or the tokens which we have already what spoken about in a previous podcast 
we ought to descend the body the consciousness of that irrespective of what we are using as a substitute for the blood as a substitute for the body irrespective of what token it could be wine grape juice it could be pineapple juice it could be in the absence of all of these things i believe that the spirit of god by grace may even allow us use just water and some other solid substance as the emblem so far as we can discern these things these tokens as the blood and the body of the lord jesus christ the spirit of god may permit us to use these for the purposes of communion with him sake i am not saying we should do that but life presents us with many different or diverse circumstances and you cannot tell which circumstances you may find yourself in today or tomorrow or the next moment from now amen so discerning the emblems not as food but as the tokens the blood of jesus shed on calvary's cross that there is life in that wine the moment you administer it to yourself that wine ceases to be a fruit juice but it becomes a blood that bread ceases to be the ordinary bread baked from wheat flour or barley or whatever thing it is or it ceases to be that ordinary crumb or biscuit but it now becomes the blood the body of the lord jesus the moment you discern it as such it ceases to be that physical entity that physical entity which you would have ordinarily described as food and now becomes a holy and sacred entity by which we partake and join ourselves to the lord at that table the cup ceases to be an ordinary cup of drinking it becomes a cup of blessing the bread ceases to be an ordinary bread for food it becomes the bread of his body which was broken for us so that we will have forgiveness so that we will be made whole amen the last thing is partaking worthily partaking worthily not treating it as food so that we eat till we are full hallelujah what are some of the requirements what are the requirements of the lord's table another way to put this is who is qualified or who is to partake of the lord's supper i usually like to present all teaching sessions in in the form of questions and sometimes the graduation to the successive subtopics or themes in the form of questions so as to be able to tackle the salient aspect of each topic that we try to do justice to 
So who is to partake of the Lord's Supper or what are the requirements of the Lord's table? One who share two of those requirements. Two requirements according to the scripture. Hallelujah. Please don't forget to keep liking the show. Don't forget to keep liking the show. You may so you may be so engrossed you don't you forget to even like the show. And kindly follow us if you haven't followed us. Amen. After the podcast, we have many teachings, many prayer sessions with prophetic words published. You may want to visit the dashboard to listen. Amen. And you want to follow us so that anytime we come online, you get a notification. Whether it's a teaching session, a prayer session, or the ministration of the prof of the prophetic or the ministration of the spirit. Amen. Alright. Who qualifies? Two requirements according to the scripture. The first is that the communicant be regenerated by grace and that he should be walking, he or she should be walking a life consistent with commemorating the death of Christ. Hallelujah. The summary of this is that a man or a woman must be born again. He must be born again into the household of faith to be able to commemorate to be able to partake of this ordinance or this sacrament so it is not to be administered to unbelievers no that is religious sacrilege or desecration that is not biblical hallelujah and that in no way is capable of saving someone who is lost hallelujah we looked at the lutheran doctrine of consubstantiation which actually denies that the elements change but assess that the literal presence of Christ is present in under and with the elements so that Christ may be received sacramentally by those who observe the ordinance we said it is not true Christ cannot be received sacramentally by those who observe this ordinance you cannot administer Jesus or the saving grace of Jesus to somebody through the sacrament no it's not biblical the formula remains the same Romans chapter 10 verses 6 all the way to 10 I think the verse 6 that for the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise then it continues to the verse 10 if you believe in your heart confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord you are saved not the communion the communion doesn't do that that is not the errand of the communion it's not sent for that purpose it wasn't instituted during a Passover for this purpose hallelujah so the community the communicant must be born again must be regenerated by grace should be walking a life consistent with commemorating what are, what is the life consistent with commemorating the death of Christ we looked at that that life, a life that is consistent with commemorating this ordinance is a life it's a life free from sin a life of one who has examined themselves a life of one who understand who is able to discern the emblems hallelujah so since the supper symbolizes the inward experience of grace only such persons as have participated in Christ's meritorious death can memorize his death 
we looked at how that in the first episode the last two sessions when we began we, the lost the lost supper or the lost table the the the, the background when we looked at the background we looked at how that by partaking in this ordinance we actually are identifying ourselves with his death hallelujah according to romans chapter 6 identifying ourselves with his death and we are saying that we are saying that because we participated in christ's meritorious death we can also mem memorialize his death by taking and but by, by partaking in this communion so each communicant is required to examine his faith hallelujah according to first corinthians chapter 11 verses 27 to 29 before partaking in this ordinance the next requirement is that the communicant i the one who wants to partake or receive from the table of the lord must be living a life of obedience refraining from deliberate sin and intent upon a more intimate relationship with christ or in christ hallelujah and when i come to the table i should be able to come to the place come i should be able to come discerning the full meaning of my act in commemorating christ's death in his in my life i should be able to come discerning the full meaning in my act of commemorating christ's death in my life hallelujah so want to quickly look at the significance of the lord's supper hallelujah yes god bless you minister ella the significance of the lord's supper number one the lord's supper is commemorative proclaiming christ until he comes his death till he comes jesus came to die for our sins so that we might live with him forever so it's going to come it's going to come with some saints for all saints but unto them as we partake we proclaim his coming and it's it's in in this proclamation this proclamation in itself is a renewal of hope it is me saying that i am looking forward to my savior he's coming soon and so i have hope not only hope in his death but hope that he's coming for me it is also a community meal like i said that is why most conservatives will argue that you shouldn't administer the communion to you to yourself alone but what if you live alone and in that day you want to you want to have fellowship with the lord The Bible gives us room through grace to always come to God, to always come before Him, to receive of Him. Hallelujah. Once we are able to meet the requirements, which we just looked at a, few, a couple of minutes ago. Hallelujah. So it's a community meal. So it is best done with the rest of the body, but can be done apart from the body. Not because you want to do it without the body. 
it is best done it is best done with the rest of the body but can be done apart from the body not with the deliberate intent that you want to do it without the body because circumstances may come up and yet because of the benefits and the blessings in this cup in this ordinance the blessings instituted you want to plug in you have traveled overseas you can't say that you are waiting until you return home maybe after two months to plug into that power when you have requisite knowledge adequate knowledge and you can be able to locate or you can be able to access or you can be able to make available for yourself the emblems to use hallelujah it's a community meal you can realize that in first corinthians 11 it says when you come together moreover when you come together the verse 17 all right let's look at the next thing it is jesus giving himself to us the elements being his body and his blood so he says that if you if you partake if you don't eat john chapter 6 in john chapter 6 he says that if you when he was talking to the pharisees and his disciples after which many of his disciples took offense and some left him he says that if you don't partake of me of this of my body and of my 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 blood you have no part in me so it is jesus giving of himself to us hallelujah it is also a covenant meal he says jesus said in the book of luke he said that this is my body or he says this is the cup of the new and everlasting covenant which will be shared for you and for all so that sins may be forgiven the cup of the new don't forget he was the testator of that covenant he became the priesthood of that same covenant the high priest hallelujah so it's a covenant meal so each time we partake in it in it it's it it, it is it is us coming into covenant with god it is a means of grace by which god renews his covenant with us each time we sit at the table with the lord hallelujah according to luke's gospel and it is a continual meal it says as often as you do this according to first corinthians 11 and 26 each time we do this we proclaim as often so daily hallelujah it's also a contemplative meal contemplative examining yourself every time examining the work of it enables you to 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 reflect on the work of of jesus on the cross for us and also to look forward looking forward to that great day of the feast when it will cease to be a spiritual meal which you are observing today a day is coming a day is coming beloved a day is coming when this which is a shadow of the real thing will cease to be for now and for a moment it seems to be a spiritual meal or it's been instituted as a spiritual meal when the day is coming when it will cease to be a contemplative meal 
because then we'll be united with Christ we shall be with him and we'll cease to take it by faith we take it by faith because he's no longer with us hallelujah and the last point or the last but one point it's a coming home meal hallelujah when we come to the table we don't come because we are good and perfect in actions but because we are good through God's or Jesus's righteousness and his grace hallelujah how many of us are with me are you with me significance the last significance it is a restoration of unity to the body I think first Corinthians 11 first Corinthians chapter 11 verse 17 can someone help us with that when he said that I was he learned that there were divisions among them there were divisions hallelujah Restoration of unity to the to, to, to the body, Jesus' body, in which we are all jointly fitted together. So it is a remembering of all dismembered parts of the body. Hallelujah. Oh, verse 17. No. Sometimes when I say we should look for scriptures and I give us hint, I expect you to. <laughs> Post the exact thing I mentioned simply because maybe I said that but if you know what I'm looking for I would plead with you to just look for that I think we started reading from is it verse 14 or so verse 13 or verse 14 that is what we I said we are looking for that I even said that I gave hints that Apostle Paul was complaining about the fact that there were divisions among them and then I needed it to back the point of what I'm teaching on right now. So clearly, <laughs> all right. Restoration of unity to the body or his body. It's a remembering of all dismembered parts of the body. So it brings solutions to things. That tear family, that tear relationship, that tear finances, that tear marriages apart. Hallelujah. One thing that I want us to know is that every teaching of the, on this podcast a lot goes into it that is why we have a lot of scriptures scriptural references to build or to buttress the sound teaching every step of the way so that it doesn't seem like it is um, our minds that we are sharing or people's experiences no I believe that the scriptures or the Bible is the believer's highest and final authority highest authority first authority and final authority no revelation no encounter no personal experience should become the basis for any doctrine or teaching of the word of god hallelujah so the body itself was dismembered and shed apart the body the bread is broken 
is dismembered and shed apart so that all people including the gentiles who were afar off would have a joining in the remember the remembering in the remembrance jesus's body was broken so that the gentiles who were afar off ephesians 2 talks about that he says that you who were sometime afar off have been brought near we've been brought into the sheepfold we've been apostle paul puts it this way we've been engrafted into the true vine hallelujah so that the same life that flows the same life in the vine flows through us we have access to that same life hallelujah a remembering all right want to look at the last part the miracles and then we shall look at the sample prayer the miracles that happen through communion genesis 14 verse 18 through 20 then genesis 14 verses 18 through 20 all right god bless you minister winning yeah for the scriptures we are getting ready to round up Please help us. Genesis 14, verses 18 to 20. So, in the communion, there's an activation of God's peace or God's, God's peace, Salem or Shalom in our lives. Hallelujah. Bible says, and Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth, king of Salem means king of peace, brought forth bread and wine, and he was a priest of the Most High God, and he blessed him. He blessed who? He blessed Abraham and said, Blessed be Abraham, blessed be Abraham of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth possessor of heaven and earth and blessed be the most high god which has delivered thine enemies into thine hand and gave him tithes of all i wish you could continue carries life gospel you are welcome god bless you for joining us kindly follow us if you want to be notified each time we come online anytime we publish our teachings in the name of jesus all right so the miracles of the communion miracles that happen through the communion there is the activation of god's peace don't forget that it is not as if god is now giving us peace no but that through his sacrifice on the cross whereas during the passover whereas egypt was suffering torment and wailing and grief due to death and the loss of their firstborn sons because of the angel of death that had been released the people of Israel in the land of Goshen, they were experiencing peace, hallelujah, and deliverance, peace, 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 the shalom of God, the shalom of God, the shalom of God. That is one of the power 
the, the, the powers or the miracles of the communion activation of god's peace so it's not as if god is not giving it to us it's been there but by administering by by but by partaking by receiving of that table we are we are plugging in we are plugging into that power hallelujah so the shalom of god comes to our lives so the peace of god we we, we get we, we receive the peace of god and we have peace with god romans chapter 5 verse 1 hallelujah and this peace silences all voices of trouble voices of anxiety voices of depression voices of worry by plugging into the peace of god hallelujah john 14 verse 27 can someone help us with that scripture john chapter 14 peace just entered <laughs> john 14 verse 27 jesus was telling them my peace i give you so jesus has already given us peace one way to access to plug into that peace is through the communion not as the world giveth. Says, peace I live with you. My peace I give to you. God bless me, sir. Redeem. Redeemed. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. The heart will be troubled. The heart will experience depression from time to time. Anxiety. Sometimes you don't even know why you are worried. A cloud of heaviness mourning weariness discomfort just comes upon you but as you partake in the communion the prince of peace who has already shown up he now shows up in your situation hallelujah we are only connecting to we are plugging in we are tapping into that provisions of his, his shalom through the life and his blood hallelujah so jesus's life carries peace but it is jesus's blood jesus's life carries peace but it's jesus's blood that carries his life and it is through communion with his blood that we are able to connect to that peace hallelujah the next thing is we receive enlightenment answers and clarity wisdom and direction and even vision from the Lord through the communion. Hallelujah. Please keep posting the scriptures. Um, Genesis 18. Please keep posting. Father, we thank you for your blood. For, from verse 23. From verse 23. Thank you for your blood, Lord. we are delaying okay okay so i'll go on without mentioning the scriptures amen i tell you that i try to pose the scriptures to help you ourselves amen for me i have them enshrined in the notes i give them to help us that is why when you pose the scriptures it makes the work easier for me i can be flipping my bible each time i am teaching amen and except i have uh, by the enabling of the spirit imbibe the scripture into my spirit i'm not able to regurgitate or quote 
as I teach. The next thing is fear and all negative emotions are driven out of our lives. Fear and all negative emotions are driven out of our lives. Then the next thing which takes us to the next part. The next after the end of Genesis 20, we got come to after the end of Genesis 14, we come to Genesis 15, the verse 1, which talks about Jesus and um, God telling Abraham that after all these things, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Fear not. He says, Fear not. I I am your shield. And I, it, I am your, your shield and your exceeding great reward. I think so. So, even in the communion, we receive favor. We receive protection. Hallelujah. The shield does not only represent protection in warfare or in battle. It is also a symbol of favor. According to Psalm 5 verse 12, Psalm 5 verse 12, if you post it fine, if you don't post it, I move on. Bible says that God will encompass the righteous with favor as with a shield. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now the last thing is the miraculous and abundant provision of God. According to Genesis, the same Genesis 15 verse 1, it says, I am thy shield and I exceeding great reward. So all of, you get to know Jehovah, you get to know God as Jireh as Jireh or Jireh whichever way you pronounce it because Jesus became poor so that we might out of his lack and want have abundance and wealth hallelujah if you, especially if you look at the amplified version of Genesis 15 verse 1 I like the way he puts it it's miraculous and abundant provision hallelujah So I just want to concentrate on finishing because we want to have another session. Um, I'll leave out just a very little portion of my notes as we get into sample of sample a sample prayer, sample prayer. So what are, what is the what, what what is the nature of the prayer, or what, what kind of prayer do we make as we go before God in in communion? You can tell yourself, for instance, you can declare and make this prayer, especially if it has to do with a personal time of communion. A sample prayer is when I eat this bread and this and drink of this, you can first of all you begin with thanksgiving. Now, Father, I thank you. I thank you for your work on the cross. I thank you for your body which was broken for me and your blood that was shed on Calvary's cross that I might have life. Lord, I thank you for life and the opportunity to commune with you at your table. When I eat this bread and drink this cup or this wine, I am receiving healing. As I administer and partake in you, I am receiving your blessings. I receive turnarounds and miracles that I need. When I partake of this table, I declare that the power of God, the life of God, the strength of God, the peace of God, the abundance or access to supernatural abundance of God's provision in this ordinance 
flows to me and flows through me in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus that is a sample short prayer a more detailed or elaborate prayer can be something of this nature father I believe in your son Jesus Christ I thank you for the sacrifice on the cross for my sake Lord I recognize hey I hope the podcast hasn't ended all right you can say Lord I recognize the covenant I have with you by the shedding of the blood don't forget that we said it's a covenant by the shedding of the blood of Jesus Christ on Calvary's cross right now I acknowledge that Jesus bore my sin my sickness my anxieties my sorrows my grief my pain my fears my torment my bondage my and lack for my sake or for me I acknowledge he bore everything bad and evil about my life on the cross so I could so I could have and live the abundant life of Christ on earth Lord I believe that Jesus's body was broken for me and it's so that I may be whole and his precious blood was shed on my behalf so I might have life therefore with gratitude and thanksgiving I affirm in full faith I affirm in full faith as I proclaim his death that by Jesus's stripes I am healed in every cell in every tissue every organ every function of my body my youth is renewed with long life you will satisfy me because through Jesus' sacrifice we have total and complete redemption in the name of Jesus as a new creation in Christ I declare I have total freedom from every oppression even as I partake in this table of the Lord I have freedom from every affliction complete freedom total freedom and total liberation from every affliction and works of the devil because of all demands because all demands of freedom all demands of liberty has been paid for me and I am justified by the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross in the name of Jesus I am forgiven I am redeemed I am free in Jesus name I give you thanks father this represents the blood of the new and everlasting covenant in which all my sins past present and future are all are all remitted they are all forgiven through the blood of Jesus praise be to your name therefore through the blood I and my family are redeemed from every curse every member of this congregant every member of this household every member in this congregation receiving or partaking together with us is received is redeemed from every curse including all ancestral curses in our bloodlines and every curse of the law in Jesus' name Lord by your stripes we are healed our youth is renewed and restored and we thank you for all the blessings made a reality in our lives as we plug in to the power of this ordinance in Jesus name amen so this is rather elaborate this prayer covers so much this prayer 
will prepare you thoroughly to receive fully. Amen. Alright, so God bless us at this point in time. We want to just end our podcast. I don't even know how much time we have left. And like um, the, the our last session, I don't want the podcast to end suddenly on us. Today too, I had to restart my phone. My phone has been giving me issues. That's why I keep saying that I'm trusting God to, to be blessed but with a new one or maybe a tablet purposely for this work. Yes, a tablet because that makes the viewing better, easier. Amen. So I want to lift your voice, begin to thank the name of the Lord. Please lift your voice. Thank God, thank God, thank God. Bless his name, bless his name. Bless his name, thank him. Bless him for his word. Bless him for divine enlightenment. Thank him for strengthening us. Bless the name of the Lord, bless the name of the Lord. Thank him for grace that he made available to us today. Thank him that he has brought us this far. You want to lift your voice. You want to lift your voice. Oh, give him praise. Give him glory. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for enlightenment through your word. Empowerment by your word. We thank you for grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Glory and honor be to your mighty name. Lord, oh God, glory and honor be to your mighty name. Thank you, oh God. Thank you for ascension, oh God. Thank you for peace in the name of Jesus. We pray for grace, oh God to do to be doers and not hearers only in the name of the lord jesus christ we pray that as we continuously partake and practice of this communion lord oh god grant us grace and power empower empower and teach us in the name of jesus bring us into perfection in the name of jesus unite us in the name of jesus and grant us a wholesome experience of god in the oneness of fellowship and communion with you in the name of jesus father we bless you we bless you we bless you we love you we give you praise we give you glory in the name of jesus in the name of jesus Hallelujah. our sister that i want us to make the prayer for is not here so i want us to withhold the prayers we shall make it when she joins us or on friday god willing we shall be meeting again tomorrow thursday i'll come online for those who want to join it will not be a scheduled meeting but if you want to join us to pray to worship you can join but friday will be our prayer and prophetic meeting amen um friday 22 30 gmt or utc for those connecting with us from outside of ghana um in ghana the time is 10 30 p.m in the evening outside of ghana is 22 30 22 30 hours gmt or utc on mondays on wednesdays and on fridays the same time amen except we are having a special program maybe fasting with prayers or um, we are meeting here consistently for some form of um, um, teachings yes so god bless us god bless us god bless us god bless us please keep burning for jesus remember me in prayers follow the podcast if you haven't followed us remember me in prayers and i'm not just saying by word of mouth i want you to be intentional about it amen yes that god will endow me with more grace god will keep my feet god will protect me god will open more doors for me that god 
would grant me grace and divine insight to be able to see more, see clearer, deeper into the word of God.